We've learned all week that prisons in Finland are much different than in the United States. They focus on actual rehabilitation and don't emphasize punishment. And there are prisons where inmates can leave for school or work. But there are shortcomings to this system. WBEZ's Natalie Moore has the story. Banaja's Women Prison is a former potato farm with a lake. Inmates walk a wooded trail to observe the leaves change colors in autumn or lace up boots for a trek during winter. And on the sprawling campus is a mother's dormitory style wing. Hello. Hello. This is our living room, so we can. Pregnant women and mothers with young children who are convicted of crimes can live here until the child is three. At the moment, it's very quiet here. We only have one family here, so... Prison director Kaisa Tammy Moilanen. Mothers need support. They need to learn how to be a parent. Usually they have already trauma background themselves from their childhood. That's why this wing is employed with child welfare specialists, not prison guards. Parenting classes, midwives, and breastfeeding tips are among the support. As one staffer put it, We try to make it home-like more than prison-like. It feels just like home. We're standing in a living room where books and toys abound. Plants and sunshine pouring in from the windows brighten the room. Stuffed animals lounge on the couch, waiting for cuddles. In January 2019, Sophia transferred here from a closed prison, pregnant. And Lumi, whose name means snow, was born. Sophia says it's important to build a relationship and bond with her child. The open prison experience has given her a new direction, she says. The responsibility of having a child has changed her life. (laughs) Sophia says her life before prison was all about alcohol. Now she's taking care of herself physically, too, with exercise and healthier eating. The understanding of self has grown for Sophia, who's 38 years old. Her goal is to stay sober and find a vocation. When is your sentence over? When do you leave? Um, I don't know. (laughs) This is a stressful question for Sophia, who is serving a life sentence for murder. Bye-bye. Prison director Tammy Moylanen fills me in on what is happening with Sophia. There's a Finland law that says children can't stay in the prison past three years old. Lumi turns three in January, and Sophia has another year left before she can be paroled. She has looked for mercy from the president, so that's what she's waiting now all, all time, and uh, she's really nervous about it. Yeah, and of course we all are. Tammy Moylanen says she originally didn't want Sophia transferred to this prison because she knew she'd be in this situation with her daughter due to the legislation. Someone else made it, and now we have to live with it. And uh, as I say, uh, wrote in my statement to the president... that uh, President of the country? Yes. She and Sophia are appealing for her to be released a year earlier so she can remain with her daughter. The rest of the open women's prison has one-story buildings with single units for the inmates. And there are even homes for families when they come to visit. I meet 73-year-old Montserrat, an Australian. I got a letter from this man. She totes folders full of correspondence related to her case and unspools what happened. He said he worked for the Bank of Scotland and... A client had died some years ago, and there was a large amount of money. 25 million pounds, and this stranger wanted to give it to her. 
All she had to do was travel to a few countries and meet people and take some clothes. It all seems too good to be true. I had doubts at the beginning. She did those travels. Customs searched her bags on a layover to Helsinki. They opened the suitcase and there were drugs hidden inside the suitcase, very well hidden. I think about 3.5 kilos of, of heroin. And I was horrified. And that's how Montserrat ended up in open prison for a three-year sentence. I had to cut our conversation short because she thought our interview was my attempt to get her exonerated. I actually believe that her naivete landed her in prison, not being a drug mule. The prison director believes her, too. And over the past few years, she's observed a trend that's bothersome. Foreign women who are victims of trafficking, whether it's human or drug-related. Forcing people to the prostitution or something. Of course, that's the most common ones. Uh, But like the women we see here uh, from uh, uh, African countries, sometimes in southern European countries or from eastern countries, uh, quite often they are forced or manipulated to uh, smuggle drugs. Uh, They are not benefiting from the crime at all. They, 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 they have been made to do it. And um, uh, the, the stories of these women, they are terrible. They're, they are usually exploited and abused several times by several people. And it's really hard to see them in prison, she says. Our legislation don't know the situation like that. That uh, you, you, you see the person only as a person who does crime, but not the circumstances. It doesn't, like, realize that it can be a victim doing a crime. I heard that a lot in other interviews with scholars and journalists who study prisons here. For some women, there's a cycle of victim and perpetrator. Perhaps they committed a violent crime against an abuser. Substance abuse is common for people entering prison, particularly alcohol. For men, many are socially isolated in areas with high unemployment and a network of friends experiencing the same problems. These are the types of issues people bring to prison, and the prison is expected to solve. I also heard more mental health treatment is needed, although there are more enviable services than what's offered in the U.S. My trip to Finland was in August. As I finished writing this script, I emailed the prison director to get an update on Sophia. She responded within the hour. Sophia's pardon was denied. She is now preparing for her daughter Lumi to leave the prison in a few months. Child Protection Services is cooperating with Sophia and the prison staff. The director added, We at the prison will try to support Sophia and Lumi all the ways we can. Natalie Moore, WBEZ News. Natalie Moore's reporting from Finland was made possible by a grant from the Richard C. Longworth Media Fellowship Program funded by the Clinton Family Foundation and supported by the Chicago Council on Global Affairs and the Pulitzer Center.